podcast here for season three. I want to say it's episode 18. I'll eat that. Um, but I just wanted to touch base, man, real quick. The Bearcats just had national early national signing day yesterday. And if you add the transfers plus the people he's able to keep, I think uh, Scott Satterfield, he was able to sign 15 players, 11 high schoolers, and four out of the transfer portal. I uh, think that's very good for somebody that just got the job last week or maybe two weeks ago. Um, my time is my timeline is is terrible right now, maybe a week and a half ago. So he's able to get a couple to flip from uh, from Louisville, a few Louisville transfers. Um, I think the biggest get was uh, Barry Jackson, um, a Nebraska flip four star re- um, receiver. But he was able to keep a lot of previous um, commits, which isn't bad, man. Um, you got one two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's able to keep eight of the previous regime's, uh, you know, commits, which I think was huge. And um, you can't save them all. And he didn't have a lot of time as well. Some people that once they, you know, released on his fickle life, you knew they weren't going to stay. And that's what it is, what it is. Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like he did a good job of um, piecing together a solid class. They had the numbers that they probably would have had if fickle, um, stayed, um, of course, but at the same time, you know, you get 11 out of high school, um, per numbers, they probably, they all rated these high three star or better. So, um, I think he did a very good job because his back was against the wall. And I think he came out with a plan. Um, he says he definitely wants to, you know, keep looking at the receiver and tight end, um, position. Um, I'm guessing he may look at a corner depending on what's going on. We just found out today that, Arquan Bush is not taking his extra year of eligibility. He's going to enter um, the NFL draft. We also found out that running back, um, uh, shoot, running back, uh, shoot, Charles McClellan is not taking his extra year of eligibility as well. Um, we all we knew others weren't going to take their extra year of eligibility already, but that was huge. And then we also found out that Jawan Briggs is staying for his extra year as well as uh, Ben Ben Bryant. So that's going to be interesting. Um, the quarterback position is where everybody's going to be looking at stuff because right now it's a full, full, full room. You got Brady Drogosh, um, highly, highly rated four-star quarterback. Deontay, what's going on, my guy? What's going on? Good, good hearing from you. I think he was on the last pod, last pod, man. I appreciate you checking in, man. I just wanted to say what up. But uh, I know that with the quarterback position, man, it is, uh, you know, you got five, I want to say right now. You got Evan Prater, um, Ben Bryant. They just got the new transfer, um, Emory Jones. A lot of people that follow college football, they know who Emory Jones is. Highly rated four-star recruit. Played four years at Florida, or three years at Florida, maybe. Um, just had one year at uh, ASU last year, and it is his last year. He's going to be a UC. So um, he's a guy, a dual-threat guy, that I expect to be in the running for the starter, and I would not I would highly be shocked if he wasn't. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Spring ball has to happen. Injuries, who knows? But um, you got him. Then you also have uh, Brady Lichtenberg. And see, that's all. Is that all of them? Brady Lindenberg, Emory Jones, uh, Drogosh, um, Evan Prater, and Evan Prater and Ben Bryant. So you got five in, the, in, that, in that quarterback room. So that's going to be super interesting to see, see what's going to happen with those guys because – um, going to the Big 12, and it's, it's, it's probably the most important position to be in right now, especially at quarterback. You either can start super young 
are you going to be very experienced with either Ben or um, either Ben or uh, Emory Jones? But I feel like Emory's probably going to be the guy. It just makes sense. I don't think you transfer here if you don't think you're going to have a good chance of being a starter, especially with a new regime. And but then who transfers out? Like I don't, I don't th- I think with Brady staying, that was huge for the Bearcats. Um, a lot of teams wanted him and. Him, uh, I believe that this staff believes in this young man. So him staying on board holds a lot of weight. So it's just going to be interesting to see who could possibly transfer out, which could happen. Um, stuff works out. It's, it's, it's how it goes, man. I don't know if it's going to be something that clears itself before spring ball or for something that the mud the mud is uh, – our division is a lot clearer before spring ball even snaps off. But we'll find out, man. We'll keep, keep you guys in the loop on that. Um, but overall, I think – I mean, I think um, – the thing I'll tie this into, and I feel like I'm rambling, even though because I'm by myself today, um, I didn't bother my man Dan. So my bad, Dan. If you see this, and like, man, why you hit me up? But uh, just was going to go real quick. But the the Fenway vote, the Bearcats got dominated 24/7. Let's just be purely honest, and they were dominated on both sides of the ball, on the lines. And I was shocked. Um, I guess the UC's line wasn't as strong, or they didn't play as good as they I expected them to play. Um, in certain aspects, but it just was something that was kind of a thing. Like if you gloss over it, it's been a, a, a all year thing. But um, Louisville dominated, and it kind of made me excited about the new O line coach coming. Because I'm like, man, this dude. I don't know if it's just the play. I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like we're seeing how the O line for um, Louisville handled themselves against UC. I was excited that you know Nick is our is the Bearcats you know offensive line coach um, to see what they what he does with the people that are still here and then the people that he's bringing in. Um, you got let's see how many linemen you got two freshman linemen on, on deck. You got um, you know Evan Tugginstall, who's a highly rated um, O lineman from from Wayne Wayne uh, High School. Um, also Josh Gregory. Both of those guys are already built to play in college football. Like it's like, you know, Evan's 6'4", 285, and he's legit 285. So you you get him in the weight room in the summer or before then, he'll probably be like 300, but solid. I'm guessing, I think um, Josh Gregory is like 280, I'm thinking. I mean, those guys are already built like college kids. Um, then you got two kids transferring over, um, one from Pitt, from Penn, my bad, um, and Trevor Radosevich, um, 290. And I'm guessing he's probably going to have a chance to play. And then Luke Kandra, um, elder high school graduate, went to Louisville, transferred over. And hit that guy, 6'4", 214. I'm guessing he'll be a part of that rotation or probably be somebody that plays. Um, just just me guessing. But um, I'm excited to see, like, what, what the Bearcats do with the new staff or the new staff does with the Bearcats that stay. Because um, the defense is super aggressive. Um, they can't do a lot of that cover zero stuff, though. But I like how they were just flying, hats flying, um, sending people off the edge, real multiple. A three, four looked pretty crispy. Um, and I'm not a big fan of a three down lineman, but if you're going to go three, four, have people that can and play as aggressive as they were, I, I like it. Um, I don't think they could just blitz as crazy as they did, you know, with nobody's back. But I guess just maybe the, the um, scout report might have uh, – help them out or whatever so who knows but but yeah man I, I overall i'm excited about the the team itself the program um uh, just want to see what happens um 
who stays is going to be key, man, because they got a lot of talent that can stay. Um, and then seeing who they bring in, because it's a little bit different. You don't have the cap. You just got to have, you know, you've got 85 scholarships and that's it. It's no 25 you could bring on each year like it normally is. So it's going to be real interesting to see, you know, who stays, who still transfers. Because just because, you know, the new regime has been here for a week and a half doesn't mean people aren't going to hit the portal. So the question is, who of the people that you feel like are mainstays, who, who hits and who stays, you know, so. That's gonna be super, super, super interesting to see how that how that plays out. Um, just make sure y'all guys been. Hopefully, you guys are subscribing to the uh, to the YouTube channel too, man. Make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel. Help help your boy get to a thousand. I'm close to three hundred, so I'm struggling. I'm about thirty percent there. Help help your boy get to one k. But um, rambling a little bit. But uh, shout out to the, the Bearcats and the pros that made the Pro Bowl. Our guy Sauce Gardner, first year, made the Pro Bowl in his first year, highest um, drafted Bearcat ever, um, holding it down in uh, in New York. It's crazy just to see the growth, or not growth, but just to see the national people see how good this dude is. Like watching him in practice for three years is crazy, and seeing him live, it's crazy to see him just on the NFL level doing the same damn thing he's been doing for. Um, ever since I've ever set eyes on the young man. So that's dope. Um, shout out to the Kelsey brothers, both making the Pro Bowl as well. Those the guys are staples in the Pro Bowl. Just um, that's dope to see as well. But um, shout out to this. Um, shout out to our boy Sauce, though. But um, and it also, man, I was like watching watching Sunday Night Football last week. And they saw, saw uh, the Sunday Night Football. It was a Monday night. But Derek Forrest was out there balling for the, for the uh, Commodores. Are that Commodores? Commanders, my bad. I said Commodores. I'm tripping. Uh, the Commanders. So that was dope to see. And, you know, he's been killing it all year, but I just, that's the first game I was able, actually able to sit down and watch him. And my dude was just making plays. So that was dope. And that's that's my guy, too. So lo- I love seeing that. His dad, one of the coolest dudes, dudes I ever met. So, uh, Mr. Forrest, shout out to you, too, my guy. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, the Bearcats doing it a little bit in the NFL. Um, hopefully you guys have been checking out the Bearcat tip off podcast, try to, uh, me, Alex Meacham and Neil Meyer. We do a pod before every game. So you can go on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your pods, search TFO and you'll be able to find it. Or you can um, search the basketball, the Bearcat basketball podcast for Alex. And you can find it. It's the same episode. It's depending on where you want to watch it at or listen to it at. Um, hope you guys check that out. So that's why I don't talk as much basketball on my TFON podcast because normally I'm taking about 25, 30 minutes talking about hoops. But the Bearcats are now nine and four overall. Uh, finished out the non-conference strong. Wish they could have got that that uh that that Xavier win, but it is what it is. But I like how they answered. Normally they have like a, a fallout after they lose to Xavier, and, and um, I feel like uh, Wes is hit the ground running, got rotations together and really helping this team uh, get into the next level, man. So I want to see what happens. You know, they, they will play Tulane next Wednesday or next Thursday. And uh, hopefully they can start off the conference and get a dub. But but I'll get back on to football, man. Um, I, I like who they kept, man. Um, Brady Drogosh, man, he, from what I've seen, that dude looks the real deal. He's a dual threat quarterback, 6'4", 200 pounds. Um, looks like he can make every throw you want him to make. He got some wiggle to him. Um, 
My, it seems like he's a pretty damn good player. And then Evan Tungenstall, uh, been starting. I want to say the young man's been playing varsity since a freshman, if I'm not mistaken. But I, I believe he's been starting since a sophomore. Um, and he's a monster, quick feet. Uh, it's already built how you want uh, offensive lineman to be built. And then I want to talk to two people, the two Louisville commutes that, that switched over. Um, Raquan Atkins, cornerback, and then Jaden Davis. Um, both of them look like very, very good players. So I think that's huge for Satterfield to be able to use his connections to be able to to get those young men that come up I-71. I mean, Louisville and Cincinnati uh, both cold places, so especially in the winter. So, I mean, that's probably the easy. If he's going, they're going to go to Louisville, they can come here too. Then going to be Caleros 2.0. 513 Bearcat, that'd be dope. He's bigger than Caleros, but I, I respect it though. If he is, I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. He could be Caleros 2.0 because because Caleros didn't have that wiggle. He could take that mug to the house on you on the low. So um, I'm down with that. I think his arm is stronger than Zach's though, like already. Even though I love Zach, Zach is a monster. He's killing it in, his, in, a, uh, in the CFL as we speak. I think he's been like the MVP like two or three times or something. Like dude's a CFL legend. So. Um, if he's Zach Caleros 2.0, then we in a good spot for real because dude's a playmaker, was a playmaker, and I'm down with that. But uh, but I think, man, just I know I'm going back to the quarterback position because it's super, super important. Um, I'm excited to see who stays and who goes, and I want to see how that competition goes. But I, if I'm betting, I think Emory is the guy when they, um, when they play their first game late September. And then or early September. And then um I feel like, you know, I think Brady is, is in the wings if 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 Emory does struggles a little bit, you know. So but we'll see, man. This is all me assuming right now. This is uh nothing, no factual stuff on this. It's just me being around the, the program, just offering my thoughts. So um, so they must have did a heck of a job because Emory was at the Bryant, that was it the Bryant game, maybe, or shoot, LaSalle. He was here last Saturday. And um, yeah, he, he said he wanted to be a Bearcat. So that's pretty dope. Uh, the Dorian Jones move um, guy is, I think he's about to be, is he a sophomore? I want to say. Um, he played at Louisville, um, had like 30 something tackles. I think that's a real, real good transfer get because dude is, a, is legit. Like everybody that's, I've asked about how he plays, uh, had nothing but glowing things to say about him. So that's pretty dope just to see. So let's see. Uh, John, what you got? We'll go show. Uh, but being coming back, what's your Prado prediction? Man, I don't know, man. Because I feel like with being coming back, Ben's injury, he has to – I don't know when he's going to be ready to play. So him coming back – I don't think he goes – I don't think he hits the portal just because, yes, he's nursing a foot injury that was pretty serious, and he just may want to finish his time as a – you know, in college as a Bearcat. With Prater, I mean, you, you'll be a redshirt junior next year. You got Emory Jones here. You got uh, Brady Drogosh. Um, Littenberg is still here. Lightenberg is still here. As of now, um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I would – I don't – I don't know, man. That the Emory Jones coming makes it interesting. 
makes it real interesting for a proprietor. So it depends on if he wants to bite down and battle or if he's like, eh. So that that I don't know. So we'll um I know a lot of people love him, like far as you know, his teammates and stuff like that. But I don't know, you know, with a new coach and new staff on board. I don't know, man. It that's a coin flip and we may get an answer sooner than later, or it might be something that doesn't work itself out until later. But I, I don't know, man. It just, it, it's going to be real interesting because it's a lot of 21 football, five quarterbacks that are scholarship quarterbacks as we speak are in um, in the building. So who knows, man? Who knows? We'll find out. So, but John, I'll, I'll keep you up to date. If I hear anything that's worth passing along, I will. I know you check out the show all the time and check out the site all the time. I will keep people up to date, man. So you, you know that. But um, yeah, I'm. It's gonna be interesting, man. Um, but I, I want to see how this defense and offense. I want to see how this offensive line looks. I know I talked about that a little bit earlier. That's the key to me. Offensive line, if they can look a lot better, um, look like that Louisville offensive line. I, I'll do backflips and I can't even flip. Need some wide receivers. Yeah, we lost a lot, man. <laughs> we lost a lot. The portal ate us up. Uh, you got Jaden Thompson, who's now a Louisville Cardinal. Uh, Will Pollen will land on his feet somewhere. Uh, you know, Trey Tucker's going to NFL. He's not going to use a super senior season. Uh, uh, Tyler Scott entered, to, entered, entered the draft early, which I kind of figured that he had a hell of a year. Solid year, year before. What? Why come back with, with that speed? You know, so that's a lot, man. I feel like I'm missing somebody else. But we still got some people if they stay. Like uh, Quincy Burroughs, man, he number 12. Like he probably he probably saw some snaps in that Fenway Bowl. Of course, he didn't get to show what he could do. But that dude, man, he's a monster. I watched him at practice a few times. And I think just off of the sure amount of people. And Nick Martin is also in the transfer report, of course. Uh, but like just up the numbers kind of kept him from playing. And I feel like if he stays, he'll be a guy that's in the rotation next year, no matter what. Cause he's like six, three runs routes, like a freaking veteran. Um, I, Chris Scott is a very underrated dude. I've seen him in practice. He's a, he's a baller. I think if he stays, that'd be huge. Um, so we'll see, man. I, they need more numbers, of course, cause it's, it's definitely light, but I think they, they can get a couple more people in the portal or maybe even in the uh, maybe it's a freshman or something that they can get, you know, at the uh, the normal signing day. You know how they have twenty thousand signing days now, um, but you know on the one in February, so early February maybe something could shake um, for sure. So I'm gonna go down to five one three Bearcat. I'm gonna, is our oh yeah yeah it should be pretty stable man. Um, nobody's in the portal that I know of as of now. I mean only person that has lost is McClellan for sure. Um, Ryan Montgomery could possibly, I mean, he's a senior, but he could possibly take take advantage of this extra year of eligibility, which is something that we're looking into. He'll, he'll, I'm pretty sure he'll announce it pretty sooner or later, um, you know, so he could possibly take advantage of that extra year or he hit the portal or he can say, I'm going to the NFL draft. So he has three options. Um, you know, Miles Montgomery, he's only a redshirt freshman. If he stays, Stephen Burr is a pretty good running back. He was a true freshman. Um, Corey Kiner, everybody knows Corey Kiner. Um, I feel like he's will be in line to be the guy, I would think, just with the current stable backs, unless Monty stays. Um, I feel like Miles Montgomery showed a lot of flashes, especially in practice. I feel 
he had a couple good runs in, in during the season. And then he had, he fumbled once and kind of hurt him early in the season. He was in the rotation, but um, overall, I think the running backs are pretty stable. I mean, it's depending on the longest the you know staff wants to keep everybody and, they, and the, the kids want to stay with the staff. I think they'll be fine. I'm not really worried about the running back position at all, right? As of right now. Now, if people start hitting the portal, then that'll be cause to worry. But right now, that pro- that's probably one of the strongest positions that the Bearcats have right now, even without anybody coming in as a running back. They got they got some people that can play. And then if if, if Montgomery stays, then that's you know they they're playing like house super house money right there. So uh, I think they'll be fine. Um, dude. Um, John, yeah, the Mateer guy, Mateer, Jamal Mateer is very, very good. And um, like seeing him in practice and seeing him move, like people had probably seen him and he had like, he only had like two catches in this during the season. So people don't understand how good Jamal Mateer is. Like he is honestly, he has, he could be like, everybody loves Josh Wally. I always said Josh Wally was a pro. I think Shaman Mateer has more talent than than Mateer, not Mateer, than um, Wiley and Taylor. And I still I feel both of those are pros. Both guys are pros, NFL guys. They'll be playing, getting checks from the NFL for a few years for sure, no matter what. Even in a bad situation, I think they both will get checks. And I think Mateer is better than both. So um, this one, what I've seen, um, if he wouldn't have got hurt early in the season, he would have been playing. He was in the rotation even then. I don't know how many looks he would have got. Who knows? You know, I don't think the tight ends. Tight ends got targets, but it wasn't like they, were, they weren't getting used as much as I thought. But at the end of the day, their numbers were still steady. Um, but, yeah, he, he's a beast, dude. I hope he stays. He's one of the guys that, you know, he's just had surgery, but dude's a monster. He will be a guy that Bearcats fans will like, especially with how Satterfield likes to use the tight end. I think he'll be a perfect, perfect, I think he'll blow up next year. He'll be the guy, one of the guys that blows up for sure. Um, let's go, man. Five one three Bearcat. We go back in here with our running backs not performing as much this season. I was surprised. No one. Uh, oh shoot, I forgot. Um, Ethan Wright. Ethan Wright, dude. He played in the Fenway Bowl. He was playing safety. I forgot about Ethan Wright. I'm tripping. So you got Ethan Wright possibly. Um, Kiner, Miles Montgomery. Who knows? We'll see what Ryan Montgomery does. You got Steven Bird. So you got a good, you got a lot of good dudes. I just think the line, I don't know. I think the scheme, the line was a lot better the year before. And it was pretty much the same dude. So it was weird. Um, but this year they weren't as good. So it could have been like the scheme. I don't know if it was the offensive scheme or if it was the new offensive lineman coach last year, if it threw those guys off. I feel like they weren't as good. And I mean, I've looked at, I watched a lot of Bearcat football. And last year, the year before, they were pushing people off the ball. This year, they weren't pushing people off the ball that much. And it was like, it was kind of like baffling. I thought like maybe, you know, it's just like a one or two week thing. But I think it might have just been the, the offensive line coach style for the most part. Um, because uh, whatever technique they were doing, it was totally different as far as the results. And the year before, they were probably one of the better lines, stable lines. The only time I really feel like they had a had a problem was against Alabama and it wasn't ridiculous. Like they were like like what you call it was getting killed. You know what I mean? So um yeah man. I don't 
don't know. I mean, I don't, I think I think the style messed the Bearcats up more than the than um than the running backs. They had talent, so uh, I wouldn't worry about that, man. I wouldn't worry about that. The, the line, I mean, uh, the running backs are good, and they can keep the majority of those guys. The three, you know, you need you always need you a good three, and if they can keep three of those guys in the in the fold, I feel like longest. Um, they fit with the scheme and everything. I think they'll be they'll be fine. I know um, Satterfield was trying to recruit um, Kiner heavy when he was at Louisville, so that's a plus. And I feel like Kiner's gonna blow up. I just I just feel like he's too talented, man. Seen this guy run since he was 15 years old. Everybody knows how good he is around here. Um, bar anything crazy, I I just don't see how he doesn't blow up sooner than later. So. I'm not worried about the running back position. I'm the, run, the offensive line right now would be the position that concerns me the most. Um, seeing how the defensive line with, with Javon staying, and then right now currently knowing that um, Corleone is staying, I feel like the defensive line would be fine. But um, seeing what linebackers stay um, or go will be um, interesting as well. So that's, that's one of the keys. To me, but as of now, I feel like the offensive line is the position I'm looking at the most in quarterback. And, you know, quarterbacks the the uh, keys to the car. And I know wide receiver is a little interesting right now, but you know they did they got they brought in two two freshmen, um, and you got a few if they stay that can be legit, and then it might be another guy that comes in. So um, I would not be shocked if um, they don't they don't try to get a one or two in the uh, in the portal just because it just makes sense that you know strength in numbers man injuries happen and you want to have a strong thing you want to have a strong uh unit now o-line is going to be key man because if they, they can't get pushed around like they, they got pushed around this year I, I just think both watching louisville play even though they weren't there most of the bases were passed by the coaches that are now bearcat coaches it makes me excited to see what they do so um shit because it can't get no worse than this year like far as how they couldn't really run the ball and i think that was more so just getting pushed off and a lot of those guys were movers so it was like i don't know man i don't know if it was the old i don't know if it was the offensive scheme and i, I think it's i'm attributing it to the offensive line coach personally and that's that's just me i think you get a new teaching and it's a little bit different and it didn't work out, you know what I mean? But seeing seeing Louisville do what they did, how they could push off, I'm like, I, I think it bodes well for, for the Bearcats in the future. And in the Big 12, they're going to have to have a stable line because it's not the AAC, no, no disrespect to the AAC. But, shit, you saw how Louisville looked, you know, it's a lot more speed coming off the end, a lot more people trying to get to you. And that's how it's going to be in the Big 12. It's going to be about big plays. And you got to score points. So, uh, shit, it's going to be interesting. And that O-line going to have to improve. And I feel like yesterday they did a good job of bringing in some people that can help it improve sooner than later. So we shall see, man. We shall see. I would not be shocked if, you know, they don't get, like, another uh, tackle that's out there and uh, go from there, man. But the key is just seeing who stays. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, pace. Yes, that's a good good question, man. Does pace stay, John? That is a huge, huge question. Um, 
we we gotta see, man. I know he he accepted the Shrine Bowl, but I mean, if you can accept it and then you know decline it respectfully, so we'll see, man. If if Pace stays, that'll be huge. And with how aggressive this defense is, I feel like Pace will have another good year if he does stay, take advantage of that super senior year. I mean, he was a top three in the best linebacker award this year, and I feel like shit. No matter what defense he's in, if they got him being aggressive, he's going to be a top three guy again. And in the pick 12, it's going to hold even more weight than the AAC. But I feel like he would probably be a third, fourth round pick if he left now. So it just depends on, you know, his situation and what makes the most sense for him. Like if he feels like he can, you know, get his value up, then it's possibly, possibly he stays. I'm pretty sure it's don't, nobody's going to turn him away just how he's too damn good. But, um, We'll see, man. We'll see what happens. Cause um, if I've been paid stays, ooh wee, that's huge. Cause I didn't expect Jawan Briggs to stay, even though like he probably didn't have the year he wanted to have. He's a monster, um, superhuman strength guy can move. But shoot, with him staying, that that was a huge, 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 huge bonus for Satterfield and the crew. And then if I've been paid stays, that's they, they're doubling up, like doubling up on two levels. And then I feel like they have enough stability at, in a corner and safety position if they can get those guys to stay. They'll be all right. So that's it for my ramble tonight, man. I am uh, just wanted to touch base, give you guys, you know, talk about the National Signing Day. I thought he did very, very well. 15 overall. He, it could have went way worse. You know, he comes in um, early, nat- early signing day on the 21st. I feel like he was hired like on the 11th or something like that. So. It was crazy on the local prospects. Are we losing momentum? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I feel like um, Bearcat five one three. Um, I wouldn't say we're losing momentum. I just feel like um, keeping Carry. Then I believe they're keeping a couple of other guys from the old staff that they haven't announced. Um, then we'll see who those guys are. But I feel like they're going to keep a couple people. I feel like by the beginning of the year, Satterfield will say who his full staff is. Um, I don't think we'll, we'll lose some momentum because I feel like Fickle and the crew had such a good base about who about this area. But I feel like Satterfield understands that even though he has other connections, he has to make sure he's smart in this area as well because he saw he's seen the success. So I believe we'll be okay. It's just um, it just I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be fine. Um, going to the Big Twelve and him knowing to be smart about these young men around his area, I think they'll be all right. But um, that's it, man. I appreciate the questions tonight, uh, especially being solo. So um, I'm just gonna uh, end it on that note, man. I I, I like what he got. And I like um, like the direction because it could have been way worse, man. Even though the numbers aren't crazy high overall, the Bearcats probably would have had twenty in this class. Now they got fifteen counting transfers, so you lose five. You lost, I mean, more than that overall. But in general, he saved. I want to say eight kids that could have dipped, and they and it was like it wasn't because the kids um, didn't have options. I, I personally know, talk to parents, stuff like that. And these kids could have went to some other P five schools. And they were drooling over the kids having being open. You know, it was like a shark in water. So um, I commend Satterfield and his staff hitting the ground running and, you know, having a plan. And they're kind of executing it. I like what they're doing, getting more, uh, 
you know, getting more scouts and not scouts, but recruiters and stuff like that. So um, I like the overall direction and uh, we'll see, man, we'll, we'll keep talking about this. This will be a moving target. You know, if other people hit the portal. We'll talk about that as well. But as of now, I like what the people they have on the team. And then now we just got to mold it out, see what happens, man. So um, I'm just going to end it on that, man. And then just make sure you guys check it out. Uh, make sure you got people subscribe to the to the YouTube channel. Uh, check out the website, uh, the front office news. Hit up the IG, uh, IG page. Always keep you up to date on there. And if y'all guys don't any sponsors, man, if anybody wants to sponsor the podcast or the website, reach out to um, hit me up, man. Uh, frontofficenews at gmail.com. Feel free to shoot an email there. See if we can make some stuff work. Uh, site's been growing uh, throughout the process, man. I appreciate everybody that's checking it out. And uh, that's it, man. I'm, I'm signing. I'm JT Smith, man. I'm signing out. Make sure y'all hit it up. Um, share it. Just this, I'll post this uh, podcast tomorrow. Being lazy, I'm about to go have some family time and chill, man. Might go play some Madden or something. But if y'all got questions, hit me up. Um, I'll try to get on next week as well. Just talk a little bit football, update stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, we've been. Um, Rocking out, man. Hopefully you guys have been enjoying the podcast and enjoying the sites and, you know, stuff what we've been doing to keep you guys up to date and, you know, Bearcat land. So, all right. Have a good one.